set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi guys, you're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two Black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Talk to Me from 2023, directed by Danny and Michael Filippo. So this is a rough cut. We're talking about a film that is still in theaters that you can see right in this moment. You can head down to your Regal, your AMC, (laughs) your local mom and pop movie theater. To see this brand new indie um, film that A24 put out. Oh, yeah, it is an A24. Yeah. Uh They strike again. Yeah, that is doing really well. Yeah. Are they really serious about making a sequel? I know we're skipping ahead, but are they serious? Yeah, it's doing that well that they want to do Ducket Story. Oh, no. (laughs) Mm. Well... (laughs) whatever the little video they put with the hand and it turned into a two and I was like what is this <laughs> I was like are they serious they're not serious at this but I guess they are serious so that should be a hoot and a holler when that comes around yeah so we Ashley and I you know took some time I think last week yeah 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 about that much yeah so head to the local cinema <laughs> <laughs> to see talk to me yeah um to check it out and see what was happening out back and what had the kids going to seance parties yeah basically yeah talking to the dead and all that well i guess demons Mm -hmm. who knows (laughs) yeah that wasn't really i don't know what that all constitutes like once you get into the the nitty and the gritty of of the exact specifications but yeah, just hanging out with the occult, doing some mm-hmm. little little things here and there, little occult things. Mm-hmm. Dapping them do. up. Yeah, you know how you do. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a little handshake, dap them up. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, thank like you. Like that? Yeah, no, yeah. thank you. <laughs> so like the film itself where was created, written, um, directed by twins. Twins. You couldn't even get out. No, because I was about to say, and twins. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like that beer commercial. Um, oh, gosh. So it was directed by twin brothers, Danny and Michael Filippo. Um, it was written by Danny and Bill Hins- Heinzman. They had a YouTube channel uh, called Racka Racka, which they're known by. And they have been making films since they were kids. They were encouraged by their father to like, hey, if this is something you want to do, I'm going to give you like, probably at that time, I'm going to give you this digital camera in which I'll be your thing. And I watched like a interview they had on Australian news. It was a little segment that they were saying that their father even took time to convert their garage to like a green screen so they can make their film. So they were really encouraged um, by family for their creative endeavors. So mm-hmm. this is the culmination of a lifetime of, creative work so this film is really well done for all of that work that they've done I haven't watched any of their YouTube videos at all like prior to this like I'm not someone who watches like YouTube shorts and 
like recent years, like most of my YouTube watching is like, oh girl, we doing makeup reviews to yeah. make sure my foundation matches. Yeah, I'm on one side of YouTube. I don't, this is like a different side of YouTube entirely. <laughs> I mm -hmm. probably wouldn't venture over to without some uh, extreme encouragement because you make one wrong turn on the YouTube streets and it's, it's looking real real scary <laughs> so yeah. i haven't i don't know anything about them apparently they're 30 so they're still they're not as young as i thought they were but pretty young still um for this to be like their first feature and i'm not even sure how they really got i mean i guess they're well known so that probably helps for them as far as like name recognition to like get a movie like this made because i feel like a horror movie as your big debut is pretty risk heavy <laughs> I guess I'm not sure how to say that um but I don't know it had it had the feeling of like a uh, a Blumhouse <laughs> kind of where I was like oh this is very like not like low budget but like this isn't some crazy amount of like like you know this overblown shit it's not the Dracula mm -hmm. on a boat movie <laughs> oh yeah it's like we're making we're making every dollar count yeah, but in a good way. I mean, mm -hmm. it definitely did, you know, have a, a budget, but it, it went far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it went really like, far. Yeah, it has. It, ooh, it has a <laughs> Yeah, and apparently they're working on a Street Fighter game, like, based off, not game. They're working on a movie based on Street Fighter. Is there already, like, a Street Fighter movie? Yeah. So I guess it's going to be another one? Yes. Okay. It's just, yeah, it's not good. I mean, usually those movies are not good. Oh, this, oh, there's no. a lot of them. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize there were so many of these. That's what they have on the horizon. Uh, yeah, A24 wants to do a talk to me with a two, as in you talking to me. <laughs> Look who's talking to kind of thing. So it should be interesting. I'm not really sure how they're going to take that, like where they're going to take that and stuff. But um, I, I only knew about this movie really because of like certain reviews I would see, just like from some... I don't know, like on the feed, nothing really too heavy because I couldn't even tell you who these two men were <laughs> before I watched this, I mean, before you just told me about them. And then also I didn't know anything about the actresses and actors involved because they're not, I don't think, besides Miranda Otto, that's the only person that I recognize outside of everybody else because like Miranda Otto's, I would consider like an international star now <laughs> and has been for a while, but the rest of the kids, I have no idea who they are. <laughs> I feel like they're still very much like local Australian kids, Australian actors, I guess. Do you have you seen any of these kids anywhere? No. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, Sophie, who plays Mia, the star, and then I had don't recognize any of these other names at all. So uh, this is definitely, I mean, definitely led by the younger cast. But I guess it helps too to have. Someone like Miranda Otto, who's pretty well known to like anchor <laughs> the cast. Um, but yeah, we haven't even talked about the plot. Basically, to sum it up real quick, um, there's these kids, uh, one kid named Mia, who's kind of, I would say like your oddball of the school. I'm not yeah. really sure why we can get into that, but she's just kind of like not really well liked and she's kind of ingratiated herself with like one of her friends after her mother passed away um so she's like heavily kind of involved with their family like she stays 
basically lives there almost. And uh, there are like rumors going around that there are kids being possessed somehow and they end up ha- going to a party and they, one of the kids has this embalmed hand. If you touch it, you will see a spirit or something. I don't even think they call it a spirit. I don't know what they called it, but they were just like, you're going to see something. And then if you say the magic words, <laughs> you can let that spirit inhabit your person. A great idea all around. And uh, at one point it goes too far and, you know, I mean, nothing really happens. You know, it's all the sunshine, smiles and rainbows <laughs> for the rest. You know, of the- as these movies go, you know, as these movies go, you know, you play with the occult. Nothing really ever happens. To you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was the extent of the plot as like a, a basic summary. So I think I just knew that part when I was going into it. I was like, they're fucking around with Supernatural. Something crazy happens. So I was like, OK, we'll see how this goes. Um, the trailers for the movie also not trailers for the movie but the trailers before the movie were also quite interesting because that exorcist movie r.i.p to the original director of exorcist a real one yeah but that trailer looked terrible it's like okay we got to talk about that we're going to derail for a minute as we're known to do mm-hmm. um like you have the exorcist the exorcist this scared your mama your grandmama Dude, if you was- watch it now it will scare you i don't know i, f- I fell asleep when i watched it. <laughs> i fell asleep when i watched it but i'm a special case sometimes yeah <laughs> you got like a little girl saying your mom stops coxing hell yeah it's like, a bit much it's a bit much you know it's a bit much william friedkin r.i.p Every movie he made, he freaked it. Like, <laughs> this is what he do. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I saw, like, Exorcist, I don't know the subtitle, whatever it is, with Lamar Odom, it's like, is that even Lamar this looks real. real. Oh, that is yeah. Lamar Odom. Oh, you know what? I'm confusing him with the vampire boat because the guy from um, this last version of Macbeth and then uh, he's the one with the terrible cornrow wig on The Walking Dead. He's probably long gone by now. Uh, but, Corey something? Yeah, Corey yeah, Hawkins? Yeah. I, woo, I, every time I see him, I think about that wig. I forgot. I, they they played them right behind each other. So, I, you know, my brain kind of crossed my mind. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Lamar Odom, he's like a father and his uh-huh. daughter goes missing and yeah. then comes back and the devil has clearly made jump in home at home and within these two girls persons <laughs> it's like we know bloom house is is that their is that who's doing it it's like their reputation it's like i can get you a horror movie made for a dollar and a fish sandwich yeah this is what we are doing this is how i made my money they're, but it's they're, like they're the two b of like horror movie companies for real <laughs> It's like Bloom House. Like you have the Exorcist. Like this is an Exorcist. You gotta put like into you show. gotta do a crab boil budget. <laughs> yeah, get a little bit more. <laughs> Choose the higher quality crawfish. Don't get the bottom yeah. of the barrel crawfish like you usually do. I mean, I mean, they made some stuff. I can't yeah. hate entirely. I saw Ma. It was ridiculous, but I had a hoot and a holler when I was there. But yeah, yeah I don't know about that. It just seemed really boring. So like when I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> when I was watching Talk to Me, I was like, okay. <laughs> 
it was it, i don't know i don't know how it's gonna bode well and there's been a few exorcist movies by now that probably will never live up to oh yeah they're the different and fun exorcist 3 is scary and a blast it's very different from exorcist 1 mm-hmm. don't look into any other things about exorcist 3 just watch the movie but exorcist 3 is scary mm-hmm. um but it's very good to watch but it's very different from exorcist 1 that's great i forgot they made an exorcist tv show oh yeah yeah they, they make a tv show about everything yeah, but it was like a while ago. It was like maybe like seven years ago. So mm-hmm. that's kind of on Fox. Yeah, which is also a random place to put. They always put the most like they put that somewhere that you could really do some shit. <laughs> but also maybe those places don't want <laughs> anything to do with it. I don't know. It's gonna be Exorcist Believer. It comes out in October. Did you call him Lamar Odom? It's Leslie Odom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My bad. I'm not putting a correction on that one either, girl. <laughs> oh, Lamar. Oh, oh, that's the basketball player. That's Lamar right. Odom is the basketball player. <laughs> Leslie <laughs> Odom is Hamilton. <laughs> well, not, yeah. not Hamilton, but I guess Aaron the well-dressed singing man. Who's yeah, very handsome. He is very handsome. Yes. Um, interesting. Yeah, I, it don't look good. But this <laughs> one, this one had a, di- a little bit of a different flavor. I mean, I-, I would like to ask, like, how do you feel about possession movies? Do they give you the gel? Do they give you a little, little something? Um, they do not scare me. You don't. Well, you announce this every single time we talk about a horror movie that you're not scared. So let's move past that and get to the nitty gritty. Are they enjoyable? <laughs> it depends. It depends on the vibe. I some do, some don't. Okay, Exorcist the original recipe is scary for whatever reason but i find that most people who are religious find it more scary because they find it more believable that yeah. you, oh you invoke the name of the devil so oh you're gonna get possessed yeah but just the story itself is scary um there's also a possession movie called the possession of michael king where a man was playing too much he was like i don't believe in all this tomfoolery and nonsense no, and he me, was man. just playing too much and got possessed and it was hilarious um because he was an atheist and he was like um y'all play too much and this is just bullshit and he got possessed and that was funny you can watch that on tubi right now if you'd like (laughs) (laughs) um but it just takes a lot of it it's a fine line to walk to make a possession movie scary and i think the exorcist is just the the gold standard of it Mm mm-hmm to do it well i'm like trying to run back (laughs) that that's like my number one pick possession movies and ghost stories kind of run hand in hand oh yeah i tend to lean more toward the ghost stories that i find scary and more enjoyable yeah than actual like possession movies yeah i don't i don't know either because there's a lot of like religious things mm-hmm. that go along with it which this one i don't really feel like they really leaned into that very much mm-hmm. there's a lot of like stuff written on that hand <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like cool job bro and then, like, like I, guess, I, think I think there's like sanskrit and some other things on there and i was like all right i can get a really real like good look at the hand but yeah i feel the same like i uh I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of possession movies. I would say that the one that really like kind of freaked me out um, 
was, which I don't know if this counts as possession, but maybe it was probably like the skeleton key, which I think I've talked about on here before, where there was something about that that was like, that makes me really upset. <laughs> I I think it was like the whole locked in thing that we talked about where I was like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> not, not in the slightest. I feel, I think I understand. I feel like, cause it's like, I get that one a little bit more. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit, um, it's not even like the voodoo aspect. It's literally just like, I don't like the idea of something controlling my body. That is not me. <laughs> so once that happened and you're going around telling people that you're me, I don't like that. It's not from me. That's I watched that. I was like, you know what? We won't be watching this one again. <laughs> I got so upset by that. I guess possession, like the actual movie possession, but that was just a whole, that's, that is an experience that I feel like every person needs to have at least once because it is so, <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times I was like, I know she ain't in there with that creature. <laughs> yeah, she was. That was her boo. Her, her, her boo, I don't know. her everything. Yeah. I don't know what was going on with that, but I was like, you're not, you're not being serious. And then sure enough. <laughs> yeah. And a great performance by Isabel Ajani. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know where you, I don't know what genre of performance you would put that in a performance for bad bitches. I don't know. Like her in that like subway. No, it was a subway thing. Like subway tube or something. She was in some underground area just screaming and hollering and <laughs> throwing stuff and covering herself with like milk or whatever. And I was like, what is going on? And it was like, it was like a sustained like performance for a good like 10 minutes. And I was like, this is crazy. No wonder people like this. It's it, everybody needs to have that experience at least once. I don't know if you would understand what the hell is happening because I sure the fuck didn't, but that doesn't mean that it didn't touch me as cinema is want to do. So I enjoyed that. But yeah, I think possession movies are pretty standard. So I don't really know like what about this one jumped out to people because I saw a lot of reviews where people were just like, this shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> and I was like, well, let me go see this shit is so fucking crazy. And it did start out crazy. I was not ready for that first scene at all yeah <laughs> the part scene got me I had to put down my sour patch kids for a little bit and be like what, what is, this, is this the vibe is this the vibe that we're on because it's shut by fucking listen everybody in my theater I know we've all talked about theater etiquette a lot not us but like the internet and stuff because now people are actually going back to the theaters after they swore they would never go back to the theater again and now people have forgotten clearly how to act in the theater which is like to just maybe put the volume down to like a whisper and maybe don't watch TikToks on your phone <laughs> while yeah. watching a movie. You're not at home. It's a different energy. You're around other people. It's like a community thing. Theaters are gross. So maybe don't let your kids lay on the floor. Yeah, that's not the thing. Yeah, I have, no, no, don't do that. I mean, you can, kids, kids bounce back, but just don't, maybe don't invite those kind of, that kind of energy into your home, douse them up with some soap and water before you exit the building. But uh, they were, it was a lot of, it was a lot of chit chat, a little chit chatting going on. I was like, oh Lord, please don't talk to this whole damn movie. And then as soon as that first scene happened, everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was like, well, let's strap in bitch. <laughs> it's time to go. So I thought that first scene was, it, it was a wild one. Um, I don't know. We sh- I mean, I guess we should spoil it. Someone, it's clearly disturbed at a party and some, I guess 
was a brother or a friend comes and gets that him. was his brother okay. okay so obviously rough cuts if there will be spoilers we spoil every movie like if you're yeah. still listening to this podcast after this long girl I'm yeah <laughs> so at your own risk just just know we're talking about the movie as it's in theater skip it and come back this is when I learned for real it was an Australian movie oh um, yeah I didn't even know it was an Australian <laughs> movie and I was like okay <laughs> um yeah I forgot so <laughs> it was it was a house party because it's 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 teens and um all we see is a a young man like storming through the house Oh, like his name was El Nino. Oh <laughs> like my God. In, the, in the back of El Nino. Oh, oh some 41 broke up, y'all. And I'm kind of like heard about that. That was a while ago, wasn't it? I mean, it was. But every time I think of it, I get sad and I have to listen to stuff 41. That's okay. I understand. <laughs> um, But he come in the house and he's like, where is he? He's looking for like somebody. We don't know who he's looking for. He's like, where is he? And everybody's like, he's fine. He's fine. He's in the back. He's in the back. And we find who's he, who's he, who he is looking for. And he goes in the back room and all like the door is locked and you kind of hear like whispering a little bit. And it's very difficult to see, well, like difficult to hear what's going on. But he like breaks down the door to the room and gets this young man who like doesn't appear to be well yeah and he is like talking to himself whispering and like he is experiencing something um and he's like not well at all and the young man who came in the party is like trying to get him out and being that it is 2022 2023 everybody at the party is filming this young man of course and putting him on like TikTok or wherever. And um the young man who's like coming to get the other young man named Duckett is like, Y'all are terrible. Y'all need to stop filming. I'm trying to help him. Like, what are you doing? Please stop. Please stop. I'm trying to help. And this is where things just go left in a way that I wasn't expecting no at all. Because he turns his back to like continue yelling at everybody to be the right person to like say, please stop, please stop. Because everybody doing this is wrong. We have a habit of filming people when people are in distress on the streets. You don't need to capture everything. I literally just saw a picture of like a guy and a girl on the subway, like laughing at something together. And someone was like, this is so lame and losery. And I was just like, what is your problem? Like, you just don't are you just gonna like pull up the phone and just in people's faces like you're the damn paparazzi and i need to capture this and roast them for everybody on (laughs) on my twitter or whatever the fuck we're calling it now so i don't know it's i mean it's definitely teenager behavior to do that but it's also just overall like now human behavior to film people instead of helping them Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know what the fuck you're gonna do um yeah, but uh, his friend or his brother uh, pulls out a knife out of nowhere and stabs him right in the <laughs> chest yes. through the back. And then everybody, of course, scatters like roaches. I would too. I don't want to be in that shit anymore. I don't even know why he's at the party. That's the thing. I was like, who invited him? Who who set him up in the room to be in there whispering to himself? That's 
that's weird. I don't know why you wouldn't just be like, hey, you need to go get your. <laughs> go yeah, it's him. like you don't need to be here. Everybody, you're filming him. You're not helping him in any capacity. You just like, oh, Ducky, you need a timeout. Not Ducky, where your mama? Ducky, yeah. where your brother? Like, let's get him out. Like, yeah, didn't didn't look good. So Ducky runs around and with his little night. Now he runs around. He just kind of walking around. I was like, oh lord, he don't get another one. And he goes and stabs himself in the face it <laughs> kills himself and i was like you are lying to me bitch <laughs> had to put those sour patch kids away for a second and really sit up and pay attention <laughs> yeah I was not prepared for that shit my jaw dropped i was like oh yeah i was like well is this what we're doing today okay cool and everybody in my theater shut the hell up and i was like all right strap on in let's go <laughs> mm. And this next scene, I was having issues with. I don't know why. I guess I was not understanding the timing because I originally thought this was like Duckett's funeral and then it wasn't his funeral. It's like uh, Mia's mom's, like, it says second anniversary. I thought it was her first anniversary, but I guess her mother had committed suicide like two years ago and she's not really close to her father um since they had like a kind of like a little memorial service for her mother and she's kind of not really that close to her dad they didn't really give her dad a lot to do because i was kind of giving like is he the murderer vibes (laughs) from her dad we never hear anything about him like, it's not like he ever felt, like, weird, you know? Like, where, you know, some people's parents are like, what's wrong with your fucking dad? <laughs> like, there's nothing enough. There's not enough that he does in the movie to where I was like, he's kind of like Sydney's dad in Scream. Yeah. Like, but uh, he's just he like, also wasn't like, oh, I'm working. I don't have time for my kids. Yeah, he was just kind of like, yeah, you're going to your friend's house? For like a week again? Okay, cool. <laughs> I should mention that Mia is black and her father is also black. I think this actress, her mother is from Ivory Coast and mm-hmm. her dad is a white Australian. So um, so there are people of color in Australia. <laughs> but it was kind of weird because they just like didn't really ever say anything to each other. Like it's obvious that they have tension, but it was kind of like, where is the tension coming from? I don't know. I was just having trouble being like, why is, what's their deal? Obviously yeah. she's like upset that her mother's gone, but it just, I don't know. I think the movie tries to position the dad as being kind of like a little sus. And then it comes up more later. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, wait, he doesn't really do anything. <laughs> yeah. Or like he's, keeping like he doesn't want to address her mother's suicide with her well yeah which is a mistake and it's not even that he doesn't have time for her because he's like always like hey do you want to talk or how's it going and she's like don't talk to me bitch no (laughs) bye yeah i'm I'm out yeah i'm going over to the homie's house goodbye Mm -hmm. so um but more on him later so I think she ends up spending a lot of time at her friend's house. Her friend is Jade, which I was also confused by because I was like, is she adopted? 
<laughs> I thought she was a. I thought she was like their sibling at first yeah. until we got like the dad, I guess. So Jade has a boyfriend, kind of in theory. I don't know. Messy. Yeah. So that's a thing. And then uh, Jade's little brother, uh, Riley, is really close to Mia. And she ends up actually picking him up from, I don't know, from somewhere. From smoking in a parking lot. I guess so. You know, little kid things. And (laughs) because Jade forgets to go get him. And uh, on the way back, first of all, what are they singing in the car? Are they singing Kelly Clarkson? What were they singing in the car? They're singing Titanium. Oh, yeah. See ya. Okay. Keep it in the Australian (laughs) family, I guess. See ya. Australia. Yeah, she's from Australia. <laughs> Did I just do a revelatory? <laughs> That's true. Are you fact checking me? She's- no, I'm not fact checking. Oh, she's actually from Adelaide. So yeah, mm-hmm. real home, a uh, real hometown hero, I guess. I mean, uh, she's a mess, but uh-huh. she makes some good songs. She just, it's just uh, okay. When you know you want somebody to do better, <laughs> and they just dig their heels in. Listen, everybody who's ever watched the ending to Six Feet Under, you know what the hell I'm talking about. Because say that song don't cue up some tears right now. The beginning of Breathe Me will have you just boo-hooing. That woman can do some otherworldly things, but she just digs her heels on the incredibly wrong things. So anyway, they were singing Sia. And then um, I didn't know that. This is so weird. (laughs) Yeah, they, they... like somebody hit a, a kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a half dead kangaroo in the thing. I don't know what the significance of the half dead kangaroo is, other than the theme of putting something out of its misery. Mia can't do it. And Riley's like, please do it, Mia, because it's hurt. And yeah. you have to do it. Like you you have to do it, Mia. You have to do it. Yeah. Well. I think they talked about calling like animal services or whatever. I think they were like, they won't come in time. I don't know. It was something I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know kangaroos made those noises, but uh, they have just significantly gone down in the animal, like the animal reputation <laughs> scale. You know, they used to be cute things and now we know that they try to drown things. So they're not so cute no more. So I was sitting there looking at it. And I was like, the thing is kind of evil. <laughs> already. Mm. I've seen too many videos of a fucking kangaroo trying to drown a dog to be like, well, I'm, that sucks. It had to be you, kid. <laughs> but you, <laughs> your demonic presence had to go. Mm. How do you feel about kangaroos? I love kangaroos. Sorry. I love wallaroos. I love. What's a, um, wall- what's a wallaroo? Like a wallaby? Like, like wallaroos or wallabies. Um, kinkajous. That's what I'm thinking about. Oh my God. What is that? <laughs> Um, it's like a little marsupial that lives in the rainforest. Oh, it, it still exists. If it still if exists. Oh God, that's so sad. Yeah. P- people who are listening to this like 20 years from now or whatever, like let us know what the state of <laughs> the animal kingdom is, I guess. Yeah, I don't, um, they're just so, kangaroos are just so like needy. <laughs> yeah in a way that worries me and I'm just like you're allowed to be out free (laughs) to do whatever you want 
with that with that musculature that you know that they look like little bodybuilders well they end up not killing the the kangaroo so it's free to i don't know either lay, lay there or get up and threaten somebody i don't know um but we get there's just a bunch of other stuff that happens where she's kind of just like not really talking to her dad don't they go to a party at first? They go to yes. a party first, and this is when they the the first, uh, the first instance with the hand. So yes. people are like, "Why the fuck did you bring her?" I don't. Did you know why they don't like her? I didn't. Um, I have my theories, but is I it racism? Like, yes. But what? But I, the, I, but some of the people who were there are like, "Don't why'd you bring her?" As they're also like, she doesn't. She hasn't fully processed her mother's death, and they think of her as a downer oh gosh that's what i really think of like that's the feeling that i got yeah from it because when hate like when Haley is introduced they're like why you bring her she's weird yeah and her vibes are weird and also other instances later in the movie you can see how lonely and isolated Mia is as a whole like she doesn't have anybody and you can kind of see how Jade essentially has abandoned uh, Mia as well yeah because Jade doesn't Jade is supposed to be her best friend and Jade doesn't really want her around the only person that she has is Riley Mm. and Riley's the only person that's like Mia you're family and I love you and I don't want anything to happen to you and I think that's what pushes the story forward in the way that it goes um, based on like the conversation they have after this particular party. And the first party that they have is like a bunch of kids come together because on TikTok they're having these like, seance. it's like a, I invite you in party essentially where they have a hand that you chose to sit down, you shake the hand, you say, talk to me, or you say, talk to me first, and then yeah. the spirit appears, and you can talk to the spirit, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's like, that's it, but until you say, I let you in or something, that's when you get yeah. possessed. But I don't think they're even talking to the spirits, to be honest. No, they could just see it, and they're like, yeah, they're freaked oh. out. <laughs> Yeah, they're all freaked out. And I think like the the reason to the first party that they go to is at somebody's house and they uh are talking about how like there's like these weird stuff happening at these parties because there's like people with like their eyes all blacked out. Um and I think they're faking it. And so they just like, I guess Mia won't kinda wants to see if it's real. And Jay's mm-hmm. kinda like, I don't really give a fuck about any of this and and Riley ends up tagging along, which I don't know how much younger they, they are or how much younger he is than them. I feel like they're probably like 16. He's probably like 13. Maybe. He looks a little taller than that. But yeah, yeah. he's, he's kind of like on the younger side. And um, and they go to this party. And of course, everybody's like, she's fucking up the vibe. Which I was like, damn, she just like, what the fuck did she do i don't know because there's also other people of color there mm-hmm. at the party so i don't know if it's entirely racism it's not like suggested that it's racism but it's because kind of like like damn what she do shit <laughs> and she's not yeah. like she's not at the party like sad 
She's no. not like crying at the, you know, in the corner or whatever. Like she's kind of just trying to be jovial. At one point, somebody accuses her of uh, flirting with Jade's situationship boyfriend thing or whatever. Because um, I guess they used to be friends back in the day. Or they either like had their first kiss together when they were yeah. like kids or something. Oh, they dated prior yeah. to. It didn't sound they, like for real dating though. It was like we kissed on the playground and now we're boyfriend and girlfriend for like four four, four days, four four days or four hours, and then that's it. <laughs> so it's not like a big deal, but I don't know. It's like kind of weird. Like they just have like this weird animosity to her, and I forget. Do they just give it to Mia? Is Mia the first person? She volunteers. Oh, God. And she's like, because everybody's like, ha ha, no, hell no. <laughs> Jay's like, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> and Mia's like, hmm, I'll do it. And everybody's like, uh-uh, don't yeah. let her do it. Yeah. The vibes are not right. And she's like, ha, I'll do it. Like louder. Yeah. And they were like, I guess. Yeah. yeah, they're not they're they mm, they're just kind of like, okay, we want to have fun, but like not with her. <laughs> yeah. But like it's this. it's like, well, she's the only person that volunteered also. Our curfew was at 10 o'clock. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get the show on the fucking road. Yeah. <laughs> if we gotta if we need to see some demons or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll so- let her do it. Hey, hey, listen, however we can go and get in contact with those spirits, man. So I don't remember. So, okay, Haley is the one person that has the hand. And then it's, mm-hmm. who is it? Is it Joss or is it Daniel? I'm looking. At, I didn't catch a lot of people's names. So Joss, like, Daniel is the boyfriend. Okay, Daniel. Yeah. Okay, Daniel's the boyfriend. Then who is the who is the other one with the backpack? Like he's kind of in tandem with Haley. <laughs> I think that might be Joss. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know. They kind of just tell the story about the hand where there's like some backstory. Yeah, it is Joss. Where <laughs> it's like they get this hand from somebody who I guess it was like. They just have like this little weird made up backstory for it. But I just feel like they don't know where this hand came from or how it got there. Because isn't it like somebody got their hand cut off, right? Either a palm reader got their hand cut off. And that's how it learned. Like that's how it can see people. Um, And it was embalmed. But there's still some hand in there. Yeah, still a little bit of hand left, <laughs> hand juice left in there <laughs> for the for the spirit powers. That's so gross. So it, that's why the hand works. But basically, they light a candle, um, and to open the door. Yeah, open the door. Strap somebody in, uh, with a belt, like into this chair or whatever, and then, um, yeah, they like take the hand or whatever, and they see. Somebody sees whatever spirit, but nobody else can see the spirit. So people are like starting to freak out. So people think it's fake at first until they do the whole, I let you in. And this is when I had a very funny reaction. (laughs) I'm just gonna, I don't know what I would attribute this to. I don't know if I would attribute to anxiety. I don't know what it was, but I clearly knew what was going to happen. Um, I have seen the pictures of the possessions. And this didn't happen for the rest of the movie. But I got so flushed, like a cold sweat came over me. And I like had a little bit of like, 
like a fight or flight response I've only had when I would get really, really claustrophobic. And I was like, I may need to step out of here, but I don't want to leave my bag. But also I don't know what to do. The door is over there. I'm over here. (laughs) And I just was like, take, I had to like take off my hoodie and like really like kind of like, and I know the people behind me were like, what the fuck is she doing? But I was like, I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> Cause it wasn't, oh, no. it wasn't like a scary scene. She's literally just getting possessed. I mean, I don't know. To me, it wasn't like a scary scene, but I don't know. I had a really fun little physical reaction. I was like, okay. So if I had to like maybe throw up in my bag, how could I make that happen without everybody seeing it? <laughs> So embarrassing. So I didn't even get a full taste of the of the scene because I was having a little mild like freak out in my seat. <laughs> but she gets possessed by some like drowned spirit. Wasn't she like yeah. really slimy and gushy? <laughs> uh-huh. But I don't know what happened with that lady. Like we never learned about the spirits until like no. until the one spirit we learned about. Yeah. She just tries to talk to her, but she can't articulate any words because she drowned. Yeah. And uh, Mia's trying to, like, express herself as a spirit, but she can't because she drowned. Yeah, so she's all like... And and you only get, like, I think 80 seconds or 90 seconds. It's supposed to be 90. And then if you go over, then, you know, the spirits make the root Mm -hmm. in your your little soul there. Mm -hmm. And... You open up the pineal gland and they take home. <laughs> Come on, Nation of Islam. <laughs> Come on, Nation of Islam. Which I guess we can assume that's what happened to Duckett. Um, somebody, you know, buried themselves into his little spirit and didn't let him mm-hmm. out. And she just has a little moment and she comes to after and... And she's like, ha, 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 what? And everybody's like, ha, ha, ha. That's creepy as shit, girl. <laughs> and then later on, they're like, she's like sleeping next to Riley at, at home. Well, because he's like freaked out because he was to Jay's room originally. Yeah. And Jay's like, get the fuck out of here. She's <laughs> like, I don't have time for this. You being a baby. And yeah. he's like, oh. I'm on the phone with my boyfriend. So leave me. Why was her ringtone crazy frog, by the way? I don't know. Why? <laughs> there was a couple times her phone rang and I was like, what year is this? <laughs> what fucking year is this? Um, yeah, so he's scared and he goes and lays next to Mia and she's, you know, they're talking about it. She's like, are you afraid? He's like, well, and she's like, well, he was like asking her like what it was like and she said it was basically like a moment. She, like, she, she, she was like, it was basically she... She was trying to keep it cool, but she was like, it was awesome. I ain't have to think. She was like hyped up. She's like, I could punch through a wall. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Like energy drinks, bro. <laughs> I ain't have to think about nothing. I was just in a pastor heat, just sleep. And they was just leading me. It was great. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Was just like she just, what she said, she felt like she was being seen or something like that. Yeah. She was like, I felt like I was in a light and I didn't have to do anything. They were just leading me and I was just in the passenger seat and it was great it was glorious I would do it again immediately essentially yeah. and I was like mm. I was like this not good y'all should not have let this baby do that that was a bad idea Mm-mm. so I maybe that's why they're freaked out by her <laughs> so my sense in the vibes are not right with that one because <laughs> I was like 
that's the last thing I think anybody would say. Yeah. Being possessed. They'd be like, what the fuck? And the way, and I was like, oh no, you can't let an impress, a super impressionable, like you can't let an impressionable 15, 16 year old talk to an impressionable 12 year old Mm -hmm. like this about a situation. Cause like the way she spoke about it, she was like, Oh, it was so great. It was awesome. And he looked up to her. Like he is like, you're one of my favorite people in the world. It's like Mia, your family, you're like my big sister. I love you so much. I would do anything for you. Like that's what they're like, conversation is about and then he asked like how are you feeling like how did your mom die yeah and this is where we learn about like how her mom died yeah I think she says that she took too many like sleeping pills or something like accidentally took too many sleeping pills but like, mm-hmm. nobody really knows what happened and I think this is when they start casting a little bit of suspicion on the dad. Yeah, because it was something about, like, she tried to save herself, but it was, like, scratches on the door. Yeah. Yeah, like, she had, like, tried to claw her way out. But he wasn't in there with her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, it's I guess it's suggesting that they gave her sleeping pills. and then, But when you're sleeping pills, like, you don't claw your way out of things. <laughs> so... I was a little lost about that part. Um, so, yeah, her dad found her mom, I guess. That's how the story goes. And I don't even know if Mia really believes that her mother committed suicide. Um, yeah. It's strongly implied. I think that she doesn't. <laughs> but she doesn't really know what to believe. So I think this is when they have the second party. And that's when Miranda Otto is like, do not have sex in my house. <laughs> Because the boyfriend comes to the house and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> hey, boy, there's too many kids in my house. Yeah, this is, there's one too many kids and I don't know where you came from, but you don't need to be in my house. And like, don't you, don't let me catch you because I'll know. <laughs> and that's like probably the last bit of comedic <laughs> things that happened in this movie. So um, I, I think it's like Mia does the whole hand thing again. Didn't she offer to be first again or something? Or no, 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 no. It's the boyfriend. Yeah. For some reason, he wants to do it. Yeah, because they keep implying that he's like religious uh, and kind of a like yeah, a nerd uptight and Mm -hmm. would never do it in a million years. And he's like trying to prove that he's not like I'm not going to embarrass myself in front of like little kids because it's like two eighth graders in here. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. uh, He definitely is. I'm not gonna say he's uptight. He's just kind of like, because he doesn't drink, right? He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He also doesn't hiss. He does not hold hands. That's the weird parts. <laughs> he, he doesn't canoodle. He yeah. doesn't. The smoking and the drinking is one thing. I'm like, you don't hold hands? Like, what? Like, <laughs> you're a child. <laughs> Go hold that girl's hand. <laughs> so I think that's his motivation for, um, I don't know, talking to the hand. Mm-hmm. And I forget who he sees, but he, oh, it was so gross. He was like choking to death. Yeah, because I think the ghost didn't have a tongue. I don't know. I don't even know if I saw that one either. <laughs> I think that was, I was like, listen, I might have to leave this place. And then <laughs> um, 
I think he finally speaks, and I don't even remember what he says. But then these these little, I don't know why nobody was catching on to like the aggression behind some of these spirits because why is she like flinging you or he flinging you down off the damn chair and you're fucking blubbering and spitting everywhere and then the dog's licking it i was worried oh, about no. the dog that was it was the, the horny ghost because he the ghost or daniel was looking at nia like that was the whole thing that set up a riff oh god so the thing was like it was never really implied so like you couldn't get a feel on whether it was a ghost or like the ghost reading your thoughts mm. or like whatever you had going on with you and the ghost is like mm, you got that going on oh, and like amplifying it for the public mm. but like the ghost looked at jade and said oh yeah he don't really want to hold your hand or he don't really fuck with you like that Aww. and then he looked at Mia and started being like that's fun I missed that part and then that's when the ghost got too much and fell over and the dog came over and the the ghost made him start making out with the dog and yep. embarrassed him in front of everybody yep because of course they're recording it mm-hmm and he's upset afterwards because they cut it off right at 90 seconds. And I was like, okay. Then he's like, delete that damn video. <laughs> I remember that part. He's like, delete the video. He's pissed, which I would be too. Like, that's why Jade was mad at Mia. What's she supposed to do, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and was also mad at Daniel. She was mad at Mia and mad at Daniel and also mad at everybody for filming him. Which rightfully, because I mean, like, don't film that man. What's, what's Mia gonna do, girl? Because they were all like, oh my God, the dog. And then that's why they put the dog out the house. And they the called dog. the dog a thought. I felt bad for the dog. Me too. Her little, like, her little chunky self. Mm-hmm. Her cute little chunky. I was like, please don't let him get eaten out there. <laughs> I was like, don't let anything else happen to the dog. Like, no, we never see the dog again, actually. So I guess I was, yeah, I was a little nervous because somebody, I think somebody mentioned the dog and I was like, you know, let me see something happen to the goddamn dog. And they're like, please keep the dog safe, please. In a situation where I cannot hit pause, <laughs> I will not be happy with that. Or I can't hit mute. <laughs> I will not be happy with that at all. So luckily nothing happens. to. I don't think we ever see the dog ever again. Yeah. Which is weird. So the next part, I guess Jade is mad at the whole situation. So she runs off and she tells Riley that he's not supposed to talk to the hand. And then Riley's like, Mia, can I talk to the hand? <laughs> yeah. Cause they also like everybody in the room after this, like take turns, like playing with the hand yeah. and talking to the ghost. So they all get like super amped up playing with the ghost. Even Jade plays with the ghost i think i don't think she did i think she's the only one who didn't oh everybody i think she had left the situation by that point either that or she was just watching but she just i think she's the one person who didn't talk to any ghost like everybody's like having fun they're all like yeah yeah so it's like like amped up and they made the situation look really fun for a bunch of little kids yeah and riley's like jay can i talk to the I talked to the hand and Jay was like, no, absolutely not. And Haley's like, well, 
since he's younger, we could do like 30 seconds. And she's like, absolutely no. Yeah. And Mia's like, well, you know, I don't see why not. And she, they get into an argument like, I don't see why he can't do it. And she's like, you not his mama. And Mia's like, but, you know, I'm like family. He's like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So Jade stomps off. And while Jade is gone, Mia's like, okay, for like 20 seconds, you could do it. You just hurry up. Which is a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Like, he's a little kid, number one. I mean, he's not little, little, but he's like a kid. And um, also, like, that's not your family for <laughs> like no you, you really shouldn't give him permission to do something like that but also like you're fucking around with ghosts and shit like you no. don't know what's gonna happen you don't know I have Absolutely. no idea I don't know how this happened in Adelaide like I don't know how big Adelaide is so forgive me but I don't understand how this could happen in Adelaide and then just like nobody knows hmm. like they don't have the same like like oh I heard about this fucking weird shit that happened like mm-hmm. like I don't I don't know <laughs> that's possible because I would think that some of the kids would like interact with each other mm-hmm. but maybe they don't I mean it is it's got a million people there so um you know there is a possibility that maybe they're from different sides of town or something but I just thought it'd be something that would go through the rumor mill like you'd see it on yeah. TikTok or some shit on you know Adelaide TikTok or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> on Aussie TikTok on Aussie Twitter nobody's commenting about how this kid stabbed himself in the head after you know hanging out with at a seance mm-hmm. or like oh y'all see that hand <laughs> y'all see the hand because i know someone would have the picture of the hand oh yeah he touched absolutely. that hand and then he did that like and then all the tiktoks with the conspiracy theories about why he did that yeah connection to the hand yeah like i was well i was like nobody's factoring all this in but you know it doesn't matter so riley gets strapped in and we don't see who he sees, but it Ooh. turns out to be Mia's mom and Mia talks Which... to Riley. And that's right. Mia's mom talks through Riley to Mia. And I forgot what she says. Like, I'm so proud of you or something like that. And I was like, now, girl, why would you? <laughs> I knew them ghosts was going to be up to. So I knew it. I knew They're up to no good. Jump. It, I knew it. It was not like a like it wasn't. <laughs> It, it definitely had an air of, of like we're planning something. Yes, because it was like Mia, you're my bestie. I love you. You're yeah. like my sis. Like I, I look up to you. You're yeah, like I'm my so, number one baby. Yeah, like, I'm I so proud you. of you and and all this. And of course, Mia doesn't let him go away. Like she's. I think Haley says. All right, it's getting like it's over time or whatever. Let's go. Whatever the amount of time that they agreed to that wasn't over the time limit of like where, you know, some bad's going to happen. They were already over that time. And Mm -hmm. then Mia just wants to hear her mom talk to her, which I was like, girl, I mean, I guess you know, because you've been talking to ghosts and shit all night that he must be seeing your mom. But I was like, so he picked your mom picked him and not you to talk to you. Yeah, the that the ghost is devious. There's some some mischief afoot. Something the milk is not clean there. So anyway, they go over time and girl, 
<laughs> this is when I was like, this got me. Cause like, this I'm, is the I'm thing saying, I okay. was okay with watching but every other time. I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, mm. Mm. okay. So this is just happy. Like, Oh mm. yeah. Um, so like apparently like Riley start, like they tried to like rip the hand out of his yeah. hand and he was like not letting go. Of course. And then he starts like reacting to that by trying to claw his face. And when he went for his eye to try to rip his eye out. Oh, that was gross. I, was I like, forgot about that. That was too much. Um, so it's very violent, very visceral. He like attacks himself and he hits like his head on edges of furniture. And it's just a lot that I was not expecting mm-hmm. for this little bit. I, I was not expecting this at all. But they are able to get the hand out of his hand and it stops. It it at this moment they are thinking that they're able to stop the possession but they have another emergency and Mia can't help because she's in shock and she just walks away from the entire situation yep and Jay comes back and she's screaming and we're with Mia as the audience and she can't help like she's in another space another world entirely well also Jade gets in into it too because like (laughs) her brother is smashing his face against Mm-hmm. several hard objects and i think at one point she's like i guess maybe split decision puts her hand out to stop him from like doing like the final blow against the corner of this cabinet or whatever and and her fingers get smushed in the thing yeah. so he is fucked up <laughs> that was like yeah. what is happening also i'm looking at the wikipedia and apparently the first time mia does the possession thing like they also went slightly over time Hmm. She was doomed <laughs> from the very beginning. They were just hitching a ride on her, <laughs> just waiting for the right moment to strike. That would make sense. It makes more sense now because I was like, "Why were you feeling so great about this?" Experience? And she was like, "Yeah, I loved it." Ghost, whoop whoop whoop, <laughs> doing the cheerleading moves for the ghost. So yeah, they have to go to the hospital. Her mom is all pissed off. Uh, Miranda Otto is all pissed off, and they, she nobody can say like what happened. The cops come. No one again can say what happened because they don't want to say like <laughs> we're doing a seance. <laughs> yeah. So the everybody assumes it was go or not ghost. Everybody assumes it was drugs. Um, or something that they took at the party and you know they won't say yes or no but Mia does the great makes the wonderful decision of taking the hand with her back to her house while she's covered in blood <laughs> and I was like yeah. oh my god no no they got no. you girl Jade's mom will not let Mia come to the hospital because she basically assumes that Mia was responsible. Yeah, she, she is, assumes that she gave, gave private her. drugs and this is what happened. Yeah, they, which I don't know why, because they made it sound like she had been on drugs at one point. Because she smoked weed one one time. It was literally one time Mia said, I smoked weed once. I did not really like it. And that was it. Oh, my gosh. 
And so now from this incident, it's like, oh, you gave my my son drug drugs. And this is what happened. Gateway drug Mm -hmm. into the ghost realm. (laughs) Mia decides like right after all of this, like to go check on Riley. Mm, Yeah. Which is not the best idea, but also that that's her family. She's 16. She that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And Miranda Otto is like, no, you have to leave. You you cannot be here or I will beat your ass. Basically, um, don't come back here and talk to my children. Leave my children alone. <laughs> uh, Riley is fucked up beyond all recognition. Like, like, yeah, I don't know what kind of prosthetics they use for that actor, but he was gone. And then he is still possessed. At one point, they try to take him to like, what, give him a sponge bath and put him in the bathroom or something, and they think he's okay. And then he starts smashing his head against the the tile of the bathroom. And I was yeah. like, "What is with the spirits here?" <laughs> and he is telling Jay that, "Oh, he's not here." Like, yeah, he. But I don't think Jade really here. understands what's happening either. Entirely. So it's just, you know, they just are kind of like, we don't really know what the hell to do. Mia is, is, Mia is doing so many dumb things. <laughs> She's like, like, what if I could talk to my mom again? If I shake this hand and my mom comes back, maybe I could ask her some questions about what really happened. Yeah. So she's like, I, mean, I can do this by myself. I can light the candle, shake the hand, time it. Do all the things that I need to do by yeah, myself. That's when everything started falling apart for me because I was like, I feel like this is a, a, a multi-part effort. Like this is a, this is not a one-man job. But also, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what Duckett, you know, once you unlock that that secret level, maybe you don't need all the extra extra because you don't need a timer no more. <laughs> you already got, got. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how long you talk to the spirits now. She also starts to, like, after getting cussed out at the hospital, she also starts to realize she is, like, possessed a little bit. Yeah. Um, because she asks Daniel to, like, stay with her over the night um, because she doesn't want to be alone. Well, she sees her She sees her mom at the hospital, too. Yeah. Yes. Like, briefly in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, But she doesn't want to be alone. And they, like, share a bed together. And, like, this scene... One part of the scene was so heartbreaking for me because you could see how lonely she is as a person, like how isolated she is from like her family, her friend group, because like they're laying in a bed together and she just wants to be held or like loved so badly. And you could see that by like how she's laying on like his leg is right here and she's trying to get as close to him as possible without touching him just to feel a connection with someone else mm. and I was like that is genuinely heartbreaking for this poor girl she going through um she is just so alone in the world at this moment um but li- a little later on in the scene um why did it happen a little, yeah a little ghost comes out of a corner first of all and- it's like an old woman <laughs> yeah uh, which I thought was gonna be something way more scarier than that. Like I thought we were gonna go for like the big dogs, like something straight up out of something biblical or whatever. But it was just an old lady. 
Yeah, <laughs> a little old lady like skittered out of the corner Ugh. and like crawled onto her bed and put like Neil's feet in his her mouth. Yep, just one and big old like, foot. This <laughs> Tarantino ghost and <laughs> not a Tarantino ghost. Oh my god! And like, I think Tarantino would be Tarantino would be a little bit more delicate. She just kind of <laughs> stubbed it in there like a glizzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just just like the whole toe all 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 five toes and a little like, bit yeah. of the you know some of the extra knuckle bone and all that yeah it's a lot i don't know why because <laughs> we were in like, there why is this happening that's when my theater started laughing because they were like what the fuck is going on i was like no what is this and yeah. then mia woke up and she was trying to scream like daniel daniel wake up yeah and she got your feet in her mouth and she woke up and feet was in her mouth and yep. I, I was like oh, yep. these ghosts are diabolical and evil <laughs> and if she scared that boy he's like I gotta get the fuck up out no. of here yeah no no yeah and then there's like a whole big thing later I think they all to come together and then um, Mia kind of is basically like don't you all feel like maybe you're like oh, a little bit possessed because the spirit was in my room and then Daniel says something like, yeah, I woke up next to Mia. Everybody's like, what the fuck do you mean you woke up next to Mia? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, well, I woke up and she was sucking my toes. My theater cracked the fuck up. I couldn't help it. Was like, it sounded so fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Everybody's like, what, the, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Yeah, and Jade is like, you fucking bitch, basically. And, and of course, her friendship with Mia is over at that point. <laughs> I mean, further than everything else that happened. But like... Yeah, it's it's not good. It's not good. And I think this is after then. After that, then isn't this when she goes and talks to her mom? Her mom's like, it wasn't an accident. And I guess cast some doubt like on her dad, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which I felt like this part was like, we're not giving enough about her dad. All her dad does is just be like, Mia, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. He refuses to talk her to American him. dad. Yeah, what was that about? It's like, mm, baby girl, you're right. <laughs> I was a little confused by that. They didn't really explain that. I mean, I understand, you know, like it's multinational families, <laughs> but it still was kind of like, oh, he's American. Whoops. Okay. And yeah, her mom's like casting doubt on, on her dad, but also saying like Riley is trapped within this body and they're just not going to let him go until he like basically dies. And, you know, that spurs mia on to be like we need to figure out like how to help him and don't they track down cole right the guy from yeah with the brother on the bus and they i don't know they don't know why they tracked him down because they didn't really give them any like good advice (laughs) he was just like things happen yeah they're like he'll be fine and I was like, but he's not fine. Like he's like your brother isn't fine. He's like the longer it lingers, the weaker it gets. But that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what happened to his brother. Your brother. That's why I was sitting there too. I was like, you got stabbed through the back in your chest, and you walking around, and your parents are letting you on the bus, <laughs> just fucking around outside. 
he's like, yeah, you just got to let them cook for a little bit. Y'all got to let them linger for a little bit. I was like, yeah. You're, they lingered your brother and he stabbed himself in the face. He was like, they'll be all right. They'll- I was very confused. I was like, is he a demon too? <laughs> like, what's going on? Because I was like, that's not even what happened. Just they'll loosen up once you let them cook for a bit. Just mm-hmm. let them rest. Yeah, but the, I think the the one thing that he says is that Joss is the one that gave Duckett the hand originally. Mm-hmm. It feels like the ring, the tape just keeps going around and around to yeah. various people fucking up their lives. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, it was a little bit more of a cohesive mystery. What, the ring? Yeah. Listen, the ring tied up some shit at the end. Mm-hmm. It was going mm-hmm. crazy. There was a lot, of, a lot of loose threads. They managed to tie them all up <laughs> at the end of that movie. Um, but I think at this point, Mia tries some things, including like inhabiting Riley's spirit at one point to like see. Yeah, she tries to connect with them. Yeah, she tries. She's like, hey. What if I talk to a little, see if I could page a ghost? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> like a girl. message to what, Riley? Yeah, they lit a candle in a hospital, which I thought was amazing. And yeah, crazy. me too. I was like, uh, all these flammable guests. <laughs> like, you know, like this candle, this part boy is going to glow up in flames. <laughs> like, I was like, all the oxygen tanks, you cannot have an open flame <laughs> in a hospital. <laughs> They said, fuck it, we ball. <laughs> and- <laughs> like, I'm a- uh-uh. yeah, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. I was like, this, this child is, is curtains for him. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> they call some little girl ghost and she's like, well, I can show you what they're doing to him. And they're basically just, I don't know, kind of like in some weird purgatory where yeah. Riley's being clawed at by various ghosts and spirits. Yeah, kind of like what be happening with Freddy Krueger. I guess so. I mean, it reminded me of something, but I can't put my finger on what it reminded me of. But it it had like, like I could picture like another movie that I can't I can't name right now. But it was just basically one of those situations where, you know, it's just it felt very orgy-ish. <laughs> yeah, it's very like Hellraisery, Freddy Kruegerish, like yeah. when Freddy Krueger, hmm, the a thousand maniacs. What is this and, scene? Break this scene down for me. And uh, like, oh, yeah, like it's a scene in one of the uh, Freddy Krueger movies, I think, mm-hmm. where he, uh, a nun is attacked by the people in the asylum. It's not the best representation of people who live in uh hospitals but yeah. like oh, this you know, it kind of that. reminded me of like the lighting mm-hmm. of that oh it's, yeah it's, i'm looking at some clips is this nightmare else sorry a nightmare on elm street by the dream child yes okay. it's like when they go to talk to the the baby in utero oh god and <laughs> Not blonde all over again. <laughs> they like they toss it a baby in utero. It it gives you some idea like who Freddy Krueger is as like a person mm-hmm. and not as a nightmare demon. Okay. And it's like, oh, this is how you fe- defeat Freddy Krueger. Like this is his origin story. Mm, okay. 
well, Freddie, you were going through it. Riley's going through it. Um, we get the whole, like, you need to basically put him out his misery theme again. Uh, so I don't know who who is really the one saying this to her. <laughs> is this her conjuring this up? Is this somebody? Is it the actual ghost? Not sure. Um, but she's kind of in turmoil because there's like I mean basically like we're going to have to kill Riley (laughs) like his like her mom is basically adamant that you're gonna have to kill him which I was like girl I know that's your mom in theory but if your mom's telling you to kill like one of your dear friends (laughs) I feel like that's your little brother essentially you need need to stop pause and really just kind of get some clarity in the situation but also you're possessed so you can't really do that yeah so that's a bit, a bit difficult. And then this is when it gets really weird because her um, her dad comes and is like, hey, I need to talk to you about this really important thing out of nowhere. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I see you struggling with what's happening as a result of our second anniversary of your mother's death. Um, so your friends I, in the hospital. Yeah. So we're dealing with a lot in our family. So I'm going to pile up some more on you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to give you this suicide note yeah um, that's exactly what'll fix the situation to let us process to let you know that this is not this is what was going on with your mom at the time so you can know that is just something that she was you know dealing with and this is just what happened and you know it just let's read through it let's talk about it you know if you have any questions just let's process it let's let's call in some professional help you know let's 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 deal with this as a family i don't even know if he got that far (laughs) i think this is like us being like we would have loved that to happen Mm -hmm. nice little discussion between the two of you but basically it's like yeah this is your mom's note and I don't know what the note says I forget but Mia doesn't believe any of it yeah which is also weird because I was like well your mom just told you the death is an accidental but I guess like I mean it makes sense then that she doesn't believe it but it is also really convenient that her dad just is like here by the way here's this note but it doesn't I don't know it just came out of nowhere to me I was like where is this man (laughs) he's usually not home and if he is home, she's not home. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's his note. And I don't know what he was thinking that would achieve because it just made everything worse. Yeah, I think he was probably like, you know, I withheld this information from her for two years. And maybe this will help her process. But he also didn't give her the tools that she needed to better process. Like, no, like, like, yeah, we need to talk to someone together about this. Mm-hmm. And maybe this isn't the setting. To- yeah, that wasn't any of that. And then I was like, does he not know that her friend is in the hospital? <laughs> I don't listen, can you hold this? Can you like, can we table this discussion until after my friend is no longer possessed? And also, oh, I know what did it. I think. What? I think he told. I think she said, "I saw mom uh, at the hospital or something." Yeah, he had to like put that, put that to rest, <laughs> nip that in the bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that didn't help though. Um, and I think 
Mia like completely has like I mean I don't know if you call this like a breakdown like complete psychic break or something like because her mom is like your dad is lying then she has a like hallucination that her dad is trying to kill her it doesn't end up being her dad and then she in the it's like a like a mirror thing of of Cole and Duckett because she's in the fucking room screaming and hollering like she's being attacked so he comes running over there breaks down the door is in the middle of like I guess seeing her basically on the ground like she's being attacked and he tries to wake her up and she stabs him in the neck mm-hmm. and I was really confused did her dad live? well <laughs> I guess if Jay was like, if Jay called 911 when she said, I'm going to call 911, then yes. But I, well, I say it because of the end. I think Mm -hmm. yes, because of the end. But there was a couple times I was like, is that man alive? Yeah. (laughs) Because it was not looking good. I was like, you got stabbed in the neck. You just sitting there chilling and yeah, all that time. (laughs) If Jay called 911 when I'm assuming so. Yeah. Because she was like, somebody else. Call now, yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> so Mia has deduced that she needs to kill Riley, and this is when I was like, okay, this is becoming like a standard issue possession movie because I feel like that's it's either like we need to have an exorcism or we gotta kill you to get yeah. the spirits out. So I was like, oh. <laughs> She I didn't go. Gonna... She didn't even consult nobody else. She consulted the ghost. Yeah, we're gonna talk to the ghost. We're not gonna talk to a priest. We're not gonna no. talk to like some metaphysicists and yeah. consult like an occult library or something. Like she was just like, "Oh, mom, mom says it's okay." Okay, because she was really close to her mom. We should say that they had a you know whole little montage of them playing around on Snapchat Snap- or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so like they're close, but I was like, girl, I mean, is her mom, her mom is obviously possessing her. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what is her mom's problem then? <laughs> if we're going for like the malevolent ghost kind of thing, like what is the end game for her mom other than be like, come with me, child? I think that might be it. Maybe to be, to a lonely side. ghost. Casper the Lonely Ghost? No, Casper's mm-hmm. friendly. <laughs> Yeah. gray of the lonely maybe ghost? a lonely ghost okay um, may i still maintain none of these ghosts are but then the end is different yeah like the end is was, but yeah so okay let's get to the end so like basically she tries to kill uh riley um with like well first of all she goes in there she's looks like she's about to stab him with some scissors and then jade gets some weird she calls jade says jade come to my house something's happened jade goes running to her house because even though she's like hates her right now they're still friends she discovers that mia is not there her dad is there and he's been stabbed in the neck we assume that she calls 911 but we don't see anything because she's just like fuck mia's at the hospital she's about to grab riley like she just like knows so she goes peeling back to the hospital um where she sees that mia has taken riley in his uh wheelchair which i was like how the fuck did she get him out of there <laughs> he's like he should be like in like the most critical like icu <laughs> section of the hospital and you cannot take that boy anywhere like you can't do anything i feel like, like when you took him off the heart monitor he was like flatline or something 
something. Because <laughs> like, he, it would be different than when he first got there and they worked with him to a point where he got to a certain place. And what she said, oh, I'm going to give him a bath. Yeah. But he injured himself in the bath. So it's different now. And well, now it's he's getting worse because now he's looking like, what's that movie? Is, is it The Taking of Deborah Logan? That cover always makes me fucking crack up because she's like mm. some old, old lady. I've never seen the movie, but I'm like, what is this <laughs> exactly? And that's exactly oh, that's what he a, looks like. Oh, that is a possession movie. Yeah, I see that on, it's on like some channel all the time. And it's just like one of the ones that always pops up. And I'm always like, this looks really fucking ridiculous. No offense to everybody involved, but she looks It's very- good, but- it's depressing for me now but yeah it's good i would yeah it's on tubi if you want to watch it but she is like in that movie like she's all her hair is kind of coming out and mm-hmm. like her hair is white and that's basically what riley's starting to look like yeah Something like 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 bilbo when he had the one time i took the ring he, away he's very injured and he i don't think he was injured anymore he just like he looks like he's sucked on a lemon and everything is just like like oh. shriveled Oh, forgot. He, we see the ghost. We see his ghost. Is that the ghost that's taking it? But it's like, but he's possessed by many ghosts at the same time, isn't he? No. Well, yes and no. We saw, we saw where he, we saw where he physically is. Like, where his, but the person who's driving the boat. (laughs) Yeah, but we see his, the ghost, the ghost up front, like the won't, like, crane. The crane mm-hmm. of the situation. Okay. He's in the so dark like seat. we see the ghost in the, His old the ghost. What was he going to do with this child's body? <laughs> and then where Riley, like 12 year old Riley is in like. Purgatory. Yes. Like we're not even purgatory. He kind of looks like he's in the, like in the really bottom sections of hell. Yeah. Like we're like that poor baby just being mm-hmm. clawed at and shit. You know what that reminds me of? I know now. It reminds me of that scene from Shaun of the Dead when all the zombies go and claw out that one guy. What's his name? Dylan Moran. Whatever mm. character he plays. That's that's what it reminds me of. They're just all like swarming around him, like clawing at him and mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, what's going on? Why are we torturing this poor baby? What's he done? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she's going to like roll his ass into the street. Yeah, she like the ghost in his physical body. Yeah, but I guess only she can see. I'm sure everybody else looking yeah. around is like, please. Get She's like, child. why they got their boy in it? Yeah, yeah. And so Jade comes screaming, running after them, and I don't think we really see if she catches them. But my um my I guess hypothesis is that did Jade like push her in the street? Because it was giving pushed in the street. <laughs> was yeah is that it was jumped in the street or pushed in the street but it was i it was, was thinking of yeah like yeah it was more of a, a hard yeah. push not a, a leap because no it wasn't like she but then she didn't get like her conscious at the last minute yeah but then my thing was it was a push but then narratively it was probably a leap because if we circle back to the kangaroo what happened with well, it? no, well, it's a push. I feel like it was a push, but also like it was the same sort of thing of like put them out of their misery or something. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like somebody was whispering that to her, probably her mother or something. And of course the ghost is like, hey, 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 kill me. And <laughs> and here come Jade. So this is a whole bunch, but we see Mia laying out in the road and just kind of the aftermath. 
of something, you know, yeah. car crash or whatever, just chaos. And this is part, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I laughed. I'm sorry. <laughs> because Mia gets up, she's walking away. She goes back to the hospital. Actually, she doesn't go back to the hospital. She's just in the hospital all of a sudden. And she's like trying to talk to people. Nobody's talking to her. And I was just like, oh, Lord, child, she gone. And Riley's better almost like miraculously. I don't know how much time has passed. So if it was instantaneously, I think that'll make me laugh even more because I was like, okay, I'm all better now, mom. <laughs> and they help him. They all get ready. Like he gets discharged from the hospital and they walk, he walks out of the hospital with his parents or his mom and his sister. And they're just all jolly and happy. And I was like, so what happened? <laughs> so like, no one's going to think about Mia <laughs> at this all. <laughs> made me sad though. Like, I felt bad, but I was like, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> Cause I just fucking left her. I was like, no one seems a little bit upset that her best friend just ate the dust. Like, like bit the dust or whatever. Like nobody's, gonna... <laughs> there's not a little bit of like solemnness or melancholy. It's like, they're practically skipping out of the fucking hospital. Like forget about her. And then she tries to talk to somebody else. They don't see her. Her dad is there. He's walking away, which I was like, well, I guess he's alive. Cause he's not talking to her. Mm-hmm. And he gets on the elevator and leaves, and she's just like stuck there. So I was like, "Those girls dead. <laughs> like, she died." Mm-hmm. But I was like, the the part with them like just basically skipping out of the hospital and being like, "Okay, everything's fixed again." I was like, "Do they not remember her? <laughs> like, what happened?" I could not figure that part out because I was like, "There's not even just like a little bit of like, well, damn." I'm happy you're back, but Mia's gone. That's fucked. It was like, no, back to town we go. Like this part, I was like, oh, RIP to a real one. Because <laughs> this part circled back to the conversation she was having with Riley when they were like, oh, I'm so scared. And she was like, I'm so scared. And she was like, do you ever have nightmares? He asked like, Mia, do you ever have nightmares? And she's like, yeah, sometimes when I go to sleep and I have this like reoccurring nightmare that I look in the mirror, I have no reflection and nobody knows who I am and yeah. no one can see me. And I was like, oh, that is kind of scary. And yeah. then I was like, oh, oh. Yep. Oh, Pope baby. Pope yep. tink tink. Pope yeah, baby. She, she don't have a reflection. So uh, my girl is gone and the lights in the hospital go out. Um. And then there's like one flame. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Are, are shutting down the stage. Yeah, there's one flame in the corner. So she goes to it. Which I was like, what's about to happen with this shit? Down? I was like, her mom, oh, okay. her mom ain't there. You see that? You peep that? Her mom ain't there. Mm-hmm. So all that hard work was for what? It's a recruitment tool. <laughs> her mom and daddy would come find her. She goes, so anyway, Mia goes to the light and she sees the hand and I was just like why would you touch the fucking hand at this point like actually she doesn't see the hand she sees a hand and I was like why touch any hand at this point it's been so much with a hand that has caused so many problems so she grabs the hand and she sees some guy in the same position where she was at in a chair and the flame Mm -hmm. and all that and he I don't know what language he says what does he speak 
I I can't remember. I can't remember, but um, yeah, everybody's freaked out. <laughs> the guy is especially freaked out. Nobody else can see her. And so he says, I let you, I think he says, talk to me. And of course, that's when, you know, the hand. And then I think he says, I let you in. And then the, and then the, the credits. <laughs> and I was like, no, girl, you got done. Like the ring, they got you. You are the videotape now. What happened? <laughs> no, your mama wasn't shit. <laughs> oh, man. Her mama did her dirty. That's the worst yeah. part about this. Her mama did her dirty. If that was her, her mother, mother, that probably wasn't her mother. Her I don't mother think probably, it was her mother. Her mother probably gotten getting the Riley treatment somewhere else on another part of hell. Like, <laughs> I, I, I still don't think the ghosts like are like if it was her mother, which I don't think it was her mother. I think it was a manifestation of who she wanted it to be. Yeah, but why was her mother so evil then? Mm. Like he just, the, I guess the manifestation couldn't help the evilness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it was like. Yeah, we doing we doing dirty shit now. <laughs> it's like STEM from <laughs> what's that movie? Upgrade. Yeah, from Upgrade, because you know STEM was all helpful and shit, and all of a sudden he's like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna locked kill people. In. <laughs> I'm locked in. We're gonna start killing people. We're taking over. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that whatever that manifestation of her mother left her in the dust. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't see her mother at all after no. that it's so. like yeah this you know what this is a ghost recruitment tool we need new participants for this game now that it's gone viral um people across the world are now playing talk to me so we need more ghosts to rack up them views so for all the ghosts that come through so are they all just like violently dead ghosts like it looked like it Mm-hmm. I didn't see. I just remember the one slimy ghost, yeah, and then her mother. I don't remember. And then it was just like older people, yeah, that cause... looked like they were like standing in the house in hereditary. Hail <laughs> <Ale> payment. <laughs> yeah, because feet ghost. She didn't look like she had too much going on with her, other than she was older. Yeah, she just like sucking on toes. Hey, listen. Which is respectable for like you like feet, you like feet. Hey, what am I gonna do? Enjoy yourself. Just don't touch my feet. <laughs> Please do not give me the Tarantino experience. But I was vi- were you surprised by the ending? I I knew she was I knew baby girl wasn't long for this earth. No, she was done. She's cooked. Um, based on like everything, all her backstory, I knew she was gonna be reeled in by the temptation of being able to talk and connect with the spirit of her mother. So yeah. I knew that. Um, but I was, I did like the twist of her. Oh, now you talking to other folks? Like I did like that particular twist. I was like, oh. Okay, that's something new that we added on. As far as in what, this, part, what part? Like, what do you mean? Like, the continuation of the story. Like, now you're part of... Oh, like the, the, the ritual, I guess? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I like that part. Because I guess it's kind of like, how do urban legends kind of start? Mm-hmm. A little bit, a little bit, you know? 
So that was cool. I was very surprised by that because I was like, that hand came out of nowhere. And I was like, please don't go fucking touch that hand, girl. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, no, we didn't learn anything. No, no. And then what's she going to tell him? What's she going to tell him to do? But we're getting more participants. Like, I can tell you my story and what we need to do. We need to help Riley. We have to help Riley. That's girl. probably what it's going to be. Oh, God. So we need to find and leave that child. Leave that child alone. Mm -hmm. Leave him alone. Yeah, and I also too. I wonder if she's gonna be able to talk to him, like really actually talk to him. Maybe. I mean, the one ghost could talk through people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just really, I want to see because obviously, I mean, they're gonna do the sequel. That hand still makes me laugh. I'm sorry. (laughs) They're gonna do the sequel and. You said it's going to be about Duckett, but... Yeah, they were talking about, like, I read a brief article um, that they said they would do, like, a Duckett prequel. Okay. Potentially, like, a Duckett prequel where you know what happened to Duckett. I just like saying Duckett, y'all. Um, yeah, it's a kind of a... <laughs> it's a fun name. <laughs> it's a different kind of name, for sure. <laughs> um, But, like, finding out what led to what happened to Duckett and... I, I would assume with that, like, how did Haley and Josh get the hand? Or yeah. where, where, where did the hand come from? Yeah, like, where's the true origin of the hand? Because whatever they said, I was just like, that all sounds like some bullshit. You don't know where this fucking hand came from. Mm-hmm. So, like, who gave you the hand? Who cursed the hand? Um, And all of that. I mean, I don't want the whole backstory mm-hmm. because that's going to ruin everything and then you're going to mm-hmm. fuck up and then and then it's going to sound stupid. So we don't need the, the actual, actual, factual of like seeing this person get their hand cut off. But if you like come across a, a cursed hand and a vacant lot and be like, oh, let yeah. me put too cool to be forgotten on it Could and then all of a sudden Lord. you're talking to some ghosts i will watch that movie the iconic too cool to be forgotten <laughs> you spell forgotten with a four mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it feels very jumanji-ish finding some cursed object and fucking around with it and playing with it and then there you go in the spirit realm, mm-hmm. in the dark, until somebody decides to light a candle. So she's just gonna be in the dark the whole time until somebody lights a candle. Mm-hmm. Is she gonna be stuck in a hospital? Yeah, wandering around the hospital. Oh my god! Maybe she's gonna be like, "We need to save my mama" or something from the ghost. Yeah, it'll be like Riley and mom. Well, I don't even know how that would work because they weren't even in Australia. Yeah, from what I could tell, you got freaking flyer miles, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tag along. <laughs> we get ninety day fiance. <laughs> I guess that bodes well for Australia as a film community, film burning, burgeoning film industry. I know we yeah. talked a little bit about some of their, some of the Australian uh, film offerings, horror film offerings as of late. Um, yeah, prior to filming. Mm-hmm. Um, recording. I do want to say, like, if you are going to watch some Australian horror movies, there is one that is available on Shutter right now that was recently released called Sissy. Okay, that sounds that really good. is really good. I probably have mentioned it, um, 
in a, a couple episodes ago because it, it it stars Aisha yeah. D. Yeah, we talked about this like probably at Christmas time, I think. Uh huh. That I really liked. Um, it's fun. Mm-hmm. So that one came out um, toward the end of last year. I know you mentioned the Baba Duke. I had put that out of my mind fully because the internet was going really hard for the Baba Duke, and I think we finally all got a breath of air um, after. <laughs> talking about that movie for like a year straight af- like years after the movie had premiered so I was like what the hell is happening um that movie was good I remember being a little like unsettled after when I turned off the lights and I was like "Ooh, the shadows are making some making some shapes in the corner there yeah um, like some of my like my some of my favorite like Australian horror movies would be like the loved ones from I think it's 20 uh 2009 mm-hmm. uh it might be on Amazon Prime it might be on Tubi right now it is a very interesting movie about high schoolers um that takes place in a small community where someone gets invited to a dance and things go left immediately and the aggressor in that situation is not who you would typically think of in situations like this um I also enjoy like um long weekend um a lot of like early Australian horror movies kind of deal with like nature as yeah in horror like dealing with how do you survive in the most brutal conditions because outback is not filled with, with like you got like a lot of extreme weather and um extreme animals. bugs and things like that and animals. animals. <laughs> so um the long weekend is a nice horror movies to kind of like check out. And I also enjoyed um what was it? Picnic and Hanging Rock, which is kind of it kind of toes the line and horror is more like surreal it's kind of like dreamy it's about a group of young women and like a day school who go for a picnic and go missing and for a, a substantial period of time and no one really knows exactly what happened to them yeah and the movie kind of recounts it that experience and it also is like a mini series yeah I've watched it on Amazon quite a few times I think it it does a lot better at ex- or it does not a lot better but it does a good job of like expanding upon some of the themes in uh the original because picking at hanging rock is also a book um written I feel like maybe 50 or 60 years ago can't remember um but it's kind of like now part of like Australian um like folklore a little bit mm-hmm. um and it's written in a way that you don't know if it's real or not it's not real but it was mm-hmm. written that way where you kind of like wait did this really happen um and the mini series does a good job of expanding of like the queer themes in the original movie I don't know I've never read the book but I don't know how much that occurs in the book but they uh they really went hard. <laughs> they really went hard with that. The first time I watched it, I was like, I'm not really sure what the hell I'm watching. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, now I'm getting it. I was like, 
everybody's struggling out there in the outback. Well, not they're not in the outback, but for them to be in in Victorian style clothes in Australia is just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Of course, you would want to not be on this earth anymore. <laughs> that was your fate. Um, so it's a pretty good uh, mini series. I can't remember how many episodes it is, but it's a really quick watch and watch it on Amazon for as long as you can because the streaming services, like I said, are doing really weird things as usual. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can see why nature would be like a huge thing in horror in Australia. Cause like, I'm just the idea of being out there <laughs> kind of terrifies me and Australia is not a small place and mm-hmm. most of it is the bush in the outback. <laughs> so it's very, very, uh, sparsely populated aside from, mm-hmm. I would think like some Aboriginal tribes and things like that. So girl, I'm not built for that. Shout out to everybody who is, but I am not built for that. Now that type of thing scares me. I don't even like driving across the desert here in this country. Yeah. I know this country. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't really have that many, I don't have any like recommendations. I think all the ones you said are pretty good. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with the sequel. Um, It'll be interesting too if they include some of the same actors and actresses. Like I think maybe they will. I hope so. I me better shake somebody in. <laughs> she got a dad. What if time one up? They're gonna do like a time jump and then be like, hey, the next spirit we see is Mia. <laughs> like even if it's for like a brief little cameo, like she's dapping yeah. somebody up and then that's it. Did you hear about the one actor from the movie? They're like Kuwait was like we're not showing this movie because the actor is mm-hmm. trans and I was like wait what <laughs> so I guess an actor who plays Haley is trans and I guess Kuwait is like fuck you guys for not telling us that there's a trans person in this movie they're also not showing Barbie because mm-hmm. of like I guess feminist undertones or something so uh, they've like banned it even though I guess other countries in the region have been screening it and it's been fine so you know I hope they I think a24 stands by zoe but uh we'll see if uh he makes it in the sequel prequel (laughs) whatever it's going to be i hope so i mean i didn't think so the story wouldn't really make any sense because they're like how did the hand come to them you gotta pass it off because joss is really like the real suspect person. <laughs> yeah, like, why you? Why you? Why did you bring that? It's like, yeah, so you it gave has... it to the hand. You gave it the hand to this guy. He stabbed himself in the face. You're like, oh, let me take this to another party. <laughs> Set some shit off. Mm-hmm. I need, I need the backstory for that. Like, what, what's? I know you're a teenager, but like, what's, what's going on up here? Are we using all of our brain no. matter? Doesn't no. seem like it. <laughs> it's teens. Yeah, but I, I think this bodes well for cinema and uh, more original ideas in Mm -hmm. cinema and my beloved horror (laughs) yes your beloved horror yes is there back baby maybe no more little less remakes Mm -hmm. fingers crossed and other things (laughs) yeah i think it helps too because like every time we we get like a movie from like another country like a like not U.S. based country, the the ideas are always like 
way better <laughs> than what we have going on here. And they always are like wildly successful. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's what the new direction is going to be. I I hope so. Um, just something to shake it up. Yeah, I'm even open if it's like, oh, we doing at least forty of these ideas. <laughs> I'm I'm open to that. Like I'm try like this afternoon. I might go see the new ooh, Dracula on his boat movie. Yeah, what is that gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm familiar with this director. Okay. He has directed bangers. He got the autopsy of Jane Doe. He <laughs> directed, um, I think he did scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, that shit is always a little bit. <laughs> I never watched those, but I remember those pictures being very much a part of my nightmares when I was uh, a youth uh-huh. in the, the mid nineties. And it's like, this is geared toward children. But it's like that gateway movie to like, oh, I'm babysitting. Let's put on something scary in October to scare all the kids. Like, yeah. oh, TT, please turn it off. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think this is a good movie to probably rewatch. Like, I, if I could pause it, I would like to see the ghost I missed <laughs> when I was having my <laughs> little freak out. So I, that would be nice to see. Uh, so yeah, everybody should go see this movie for as long as this is in theaters. Hopefully mm-hmm. now that we have got the barb and the oppenheimers um maybe they will keep this in theaters for just a slight bit longer mm-hmm. um since i think coming up almost on a month since oppenheimer was released mm-hmm. and um it's still there oppenheimer barbenheimer excuse me was released and i think they're both still in theaters going strong so mm-hmm. um yeah hopefully people actually get to go to the theater a little bit more often and and enjoy these movies i also saw oppenheimer by the way i was gonna mention that at the beginning oh op <laughs> oh christopher nolan christopher you you did a good job this time i have a watchful eye on you i saw i've forgiven you for tenant you're still in a probationary period with me but you might have did some stuff there, girl. Hmm. <laughs> might have been, you know, a little shaky in some parts. I don't know why. Why that sex scene with Florence Pugh? <laughs> why you got my girl like that? That was craziness. Um, and also, why was Casey Affleck introduced? Like he was some, like, oh God, he got big. He introduced him kind of like Donnie Darkowitz in <laughs> Glorious Bastards, where you just see this. Ah, you don't see his face at first and all of a sudden you get the reveal and I was like it's just fucking Casey Affleck don't play with me like that ever again and don't I'm sorry Ashley do not <laughs> say he was introduced like daddy dark uh, you literally do not see his face so like you get these references to him but you don't see his face and then finally he like sits down next to Oppenheimer and he's like some fucking like sociopathic weirdo who like was in the uh in some war in the early 1900s where he's like going and killing russians and stuff during the revolution or whatever and i was like what in the goddamn hell is this <laughs> so he's supposed to be like a scary guy like you're not supposed to be like you're supposed to be freaked out because oppenheimer's also freaked out by him i was like it's fucking casey affleck girl don't do that mm. don't do that again <laughs> not without my express permission do you do that again but Killian, you might be getting an Oscar, boy. I don't think you were prepared for all that, but you might be doing it. You might be doing it for the kids. 
Hmm. You and your very, very sharp cheekbones. I just wanted to give him a sandwich the whole time. Just like that foot in the in Mia's mouth, like put this fucking sandwich. <laughs> he was so skinny. I was like, eat something, please. But apparently Oppenheimer is a thin little wisp. So hmm. it was an interesting movie. It was long, but it didn't feel long until we got to certain points. And I don't know um, why young Han Solo was there. Josh Peck did a good job of pushing the button. <laughs> that's my boy. And I heard Twin and them was in it. Dane was, DeHaan. Dane DeHaan is in uh-huh. it. He was a bad guy. So that oh, was fun. No. Yeah, he <laughs> caught he causing problems and shit. And I was like, look at uh, the cure for wellness. The cure for wellness over here fucking it up again for everybody. Yeah. 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 And then that's Dave, evil twin in there. I'm honestly. not sure if Dave Crumble's had prostate gels. I don't know how the pod listeners know how I feel about prosthetic gels. I do not support. So he was there as well. Who else was there? Josh Hartnett. I'm seeing mm-hmm. the light now. I saw the light before Penny Dreadful, but I'm seeing the light again. So that was interesting and very entertaining situation. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Everybody did a good job. He still doesn't know how to write a woman to save his life. But everybody did a good job, I guess. So, yeah, that op is, uh, I guess, certified fresh by Ashley, I guess. Okay. So, nuclear proliferation (laughs) is going to be the end of us. Yeah. (laughs) That's for sure. That's basically it. He He basically built that bomb. And I don't know if he was just like, this probably won't work. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that was his thing. I don't know what he was thinking. But as soon as it went off, he was like, wow, made it, maybe made a huge mistake there. <laughs> and yeah, I, and I was like, it was like two years of that, <laughs> of you making this shit. And now as soon as you got it, you're like, oh yeah, by the way, people were going to be crumbled to dust and stuff. Mm. Radiation. Gave it to the military and said, all right, let me know how it goes. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what Matt Damon's going to do. He's going to call you up and say, this is where we're going to l- drop the bomb tomorrow. Not Ew. smart. And I was like, wow, mm. men are not smart. <laughs> God bless. Bless up, everybody. But yeah, uh, also Fitz is in there playing another ridiculous government stooge. Tony. Tony Goldwyn. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. He still got it. <laughs> he wasn't in there that long, but I was like, oh, he still got it. Just over there in the corner, just looking good. So it was nice. It was a nice little viewing. But yeah, uh, go see Talk to Me. Um, I don't know what we're doing next. So look out for that. Uh, if you like this movie, let us know. Hit us up yes. at our channel. I'm just going to say hit, up a, hit us up on our link tree in the description. You all know the links by now. <laughs> And all of our links seem to be changing daily. Rapidly. Yeah. What's going on over there in Elon land? I don't know. So anyway, I think that's it. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we love you. Um, If you see a creepy hand, do not dap it up. Yeah. If it's got, you know, best friends forever written on it, leave it alone. Mm -hmm. That's not something you want to take into your life. Don't bring it home. That's, that's the worst thing about that whole movie is she brought it home and I was like, never mind. <laughs> She's done for. <laughs> Let's see how this all plays out, but it's not going to end well. <laughs> okay, well, if there's no more cursed objects to avoid, we're going to go. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs>